Hello, this is Louise Sorrell. I'm talking to TV Confidential. And you should tune in because they're really wonderful. Ed Robertson with a reminder that actress and director Ellen Gear will join us in our second hour. We'll be up to stay tuned for that. In the meantime, on the line with us right now is Emmy Award winner Ron Bacon. Ron spent 35 years in network TV production working behind the scenes in many capacities on more than 12,500 TV broadcasts covering such genres as variety shows like the Lawrence Welk Show, the Hollywood Palace, and the Ernie Kovac specials, as well as such live events as the Academy Awards broadcast. Ron will share a few battlefield stories from behind the scenes of the Academy Awards broadcast. We'll also talk some more about his work with Dick Clark Productions, as well as some of the scripted shows that he worked on behind the scenes, including the second pilot for All in the Family. You can follow Ron Bacon at ronbacon.net. This is a fluke of the calendar. We are talking to Ron the day before the 2021 Olympics, the Summer Olympics start. We mentioned uh, this earlier in our conversation. Ron won his Emmy for his work on the 1984 Summer Olympics, which were produced by ABC. Which aspects of that games did you work on or or did you work on the whole production? Well, I had two major jobs. The first job I got, which was thrust on me at the last moment, was a, uh, I was a line producer for the opening uh, uh, show that, that preceded the ceremonies. It was a uh, show done at, at a theater mm-hmm. with a lot of famous stars. I wound up being a <laughs> line producer. I mean, I'd never line produced a show before in my life, and all of a sudden, I'm a line producer. What? <laughs> you know? But I did it, you know. So I, I did the work of a line producer. Then the next thing that happened to me was <clears throat> I was assigned to this uh, show. It was supposed to be a summary of the day's events that was going to be shot and done one time and, and put on American Airlines uh, airplanes for the passengers to see. It was it was just to be a closed circuit type of deal. It wasn't considered to be an important assignment at all. And uh, so I went to the production meeting for this show, and uh, I discovered I wasn't assigned to be the first associate director, but rather the second, and that my job would be very, very limited. And all I was going to be doing is basically loading tapes on a bunch of <laughs> machines. But what happened was um, when they discussed how they planned to do it, I realized that technically that the engineering department did not understand the requirements of making this work. And I said, listen, guys, I, with the way you have to set up, it's wrong. And here's what you have to do. And I, I explained how you had to, what, all the all the things you had to do, which made huge changes in what they had planned to do, to make this come about. So they all agreed to follow my advice, which was smart for them. <laughs> but the uh, the uh, producer said to me, I, I looked at your credits, and you've got these amazing credits. You've worked on commercial for Ford and done some amazing shows and stuff. He said, I, and why are you assigned as a second associate director? I said, well, I don't do the assigning. That was done by someone else. He said, well, that's going to change. You're going to be the, the associate director. And so that switched. Now all of a sudden I had more responsibility. So we go to do the first show of the summary of day events, and the announcer says, well, uh, where's my script? 
And, he, and they said, well, you're going to do the writing. And he said, I don't write. And everybody said, well, who's the writer? Well, there was no writer. I said, well, I can write. So all of a sudden, I was the writer. <laughs> <laughs> so then things come up about music. Well, who's going to do the music coordinator? Well, nobody knew music. Well, I, I said, well, I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> I did that. I, took a, started, I started wearing all these different hats. Anyway, the one-time-only thing went very, very well. We sent it to American Airlines. ABC saw it and said, gee, we could start that the day's summary, and it's a summary of events, start the show every day with that summary of events. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden, this became a show that would be done every day of the Olympics. Yeah, in, in many respects, in many respects, the 1984 Summer Olympics was the blueprint for all other Olympic telecasts done in the 35 years since, Ron, because besides covering all the competitions and the inherent drama of the individual competitions or the team competitions, there was a lot of the backstory of all the athletes, and there was a little bit of spectacle. And when you think about it, that's the way all Olympic TV productions have been done since then. Yeah, it's, uh, there is another thing about it. There was a film company that did film the Olympics, too, and they did a good job. Of course, the film didn't come out for quite some time later because it took them a long time to get it all finished out. But certainly, the whole idea of the Olympics is just one of the great things because every day is so very exciting. There's so many different things going on, and it's the human stories that come out Mm -hmm. about how different athletes overcome certain obstacles to become successful. And, it, I mean, they get hurt doing what they're doing a lot of times, and then they have to figure out how to how to get past that. Or, you know, there's so many things about it. People just say, well, you see somebody out there running. They don't realize you can get hurt running very easily. Exactly. With many of the individual sports in particular, pole vaulting, um, My goodness, yes. Yeah, you know, they, they spend um, uh, ice skating. They spend every day of their childhood and their teenage years training for that one shot at the Olympic they Games. They start out when they're very, very young. Yeah. Most of those athletes have been training since they were actually small children, you know, uh, where they had parents who were, were willing to, to have them work. I'm not sure that in every case that it's a good idea to push a child like that, Mm -hmm. but where there's a history of athletics in a family, especially, or athletes, I would say, it would make sense because quite often the children will inherit the balance and the physicality of their parents. My granddaughter, for example, when she was five years old, I mean, when she was five months old, I'm sorry, she started walking. Wow. Now, there's a child that you know is going to grow up. I mean, today she she's in a window cleaning business and she has to climb tall ladders. Mm-hmm. Well, her mother worries about it. I said, you don't worry with Emmy because she's she's got balance. She knows. She just knows. She can do stuff you and I can't do, you know. 
She's just she's she's not afraid of anything. And of course, fear is her biggest enemy in anything. Yeah. If you're in sports, if you're afraid of losing or afraid of anything, you're you're not going to succeed. You have to have a very very short memory. Yep. Depending. Overcome all that stuff. Exactly. Exactly. I got the greatest respect in the world for athletes. I, I just it's a wonderful thing, and I'm so glad I was associated with it for that that particular event because that was. A wonderful, wonderful Olympics for the United States. Yes, and we're very, very fortunate that Ron Bacon is spending part of his day with us today. Ron Bacon, Emmy Award-winning associate director, director, writer, producer, 35 years in network TV production. Ron won his Emmy for his work on the 1984 Summer Olympics. So was it, did you get the win for the pre-event that you produced, was that what you submitted, or were you were you recognized for overall excellence? I didn't even submit. I didn't even. I didn't even submit. Somebody did for me. Apparently, I mean, I, I did not. I had. I, I, I suddenly I was just told I had to receive this award, and I was astonished because I hadn't uh, <laughs> any idea that I was up for an award. I mean, it, it came as a total surprise to me. Well, that means you—that means you had people, you had Team Ron working behind the scenes for you. Well, I think about it, and I say, "Well, gee whiz, I did do a lot of different stuff." <laughs> <laughs> you know, and probably the best thing about the Olympics was I made so much money I was able to take flying lessons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and I flying, so I, I got I, today. I have I don't fly anymore because I'm too old, but but I, I got in about eight hundred hours of flying before I had to quit. <laughs> And I, I flew all over the United States and Canada in my little airplanes and had just a great time doing it with my wife. Yes, and we're having a great time talking to Ron Bacon right now. You mentioned you were a line producer for the first time in the Summer Olympics. Now, for those listening, to, uh, we have a lot of people in the industry who listen to our show, but we have a lot of people who are not in the industry and who may not be familiar with the term. The distinction, and you tell me if I got it wrong, line producer... There's below the line and there's above the line. Below the line is more or less people, crew members, people who work the trenches, you know, the production, the day-to-day production, second unit, all of that. And the line producer is sort of the liaison between the crew, the production, you know, the unit, the production team, and the front office, correct? That's pretty much the the, the real job I had more than anything was to make sure the show got on the air and was shipped. Uh, we had to make sure that it was edited. We had to make sure all these things were done. Well, the editing was what I did. The job fell on me to do that. So what I did was I, on the, first of all, I had to make sure that, that all the elements were there <laughs> to do the show. And then w- that was all running smoothly. I, I, I watched the show like everybody else. And then I went and I, I picked up the, the tape and I edited it. <laughs> And so it would get on the air the next day. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back. We will carry over our conversation with Ron Bacon into our second hour. Then we will welcome actress and director Ellen Gear. Ellen Gear, daughter of Will Gear and the artistic director of Theatricum Botanicum in Southern California. All that and more. We come back for hour number two of TV Confidential. Stay with us. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk 
at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411. Or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.